Hello and welcome to the Peak City Podcast. I am your host, Leif Jensen. And I'm Alexis Jensen. If you're listening but find yourself outside of Apex, we would love it if you came by to visit. This is a little town with a lot to offer with shops, restaurants, breweries, and music. Did that sound intriguing? Yes. So now Shane Reese, who is the founder of the Peak City Podcast, as well as its executive producer, uh, he reached out to Alexis and I uh, the other day saying that there was a young woman who was playing music on Salem Street these past few weeks. She's here right now. She plays beautifully. And should we reach out and talk to her and her mother about being on the podcast? We thought that was a great idea. Uh, They have gracefully accepted. So we are lucky enough to be talking with Lanif and Myreen as Kona. All right. Thank you very much, ladies, for joining us. Um, Yeah, thank you. So we I actually I was really excited when Shane brought it up because I was driving by in the car and I had my windows down and I heard and I like had to take a double take of like, where is this coming from? (laughs) It's really obvious the moment someone hears you that you are an extremely talented artist. Thank you. And then we see you and we're like, wow, you're young and so talented. Like there's just all this amazing stuff there. And so it's new and it's exciting for us. It's so beautiful to have this kind of young energy and music happening on our downtown Salem street. It's so lovely. So given you are, how old are you? 18. 18. So you've got all this talent. You've definitely got a passion. It's evident. And and just hearing you play. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you got here. So if we kind of turn back the clock to where you started playing, kind of walk us through where you are now. Well, music has always been a crucial part of my life, whether I was like singing in church plays or just singing up on the church stage, special music. I was singing since I was like, Four years old. That's so cute. I started playing violin at seven, started playing violin. Took that for like three, four years, and then I kind of got tired of it and switched to play drums for three years. And then I was like, hmm, I want to try something else. So then I went to saxophone for two years. And then after that, I um, went to guitar. But in between like um, violin and drums, I was learning guitar on my own. Yeah. So I have two years of formal instruction of guitar. And do you still play those other instruments? Or Yes, yes. I still do. I play yes. piano and bass as well because I want to be a music producer and music producers have to play a lot of instruments to be able to produce. Absolutely. Well, well, that brings us to, to mom, Myreen. Uh, the list of instruments is impressive. <laughs> so it's pretty impressive to see uh, what your daughter's doing. But Thank that... You. That comes from somewhere that uh, comes from a lot of support and a lot of, I guess, um, noticing this passion. What was that like for you? At what age, you know, were you seeing this kind of develop and you thought, wow, this isn't just she's not just plunking on this. this she really enjoys doing this, you know, and, and, and what did you do to, to help foster that? Well, that's a great question. Well, I play the piano and the violin, so you tend to kind of want your children to play the instruments that you play and kind of just follow along what you were comfortable with. So we started her on the violin and she went to this music camp. We are students at, well, they're students at the Community Music School of Raleigh, where you pay $1 a lesson and you can actually change instruments as you desire to kind of try something new. So we started her on violin and she went to this composition camp. It was a one-week camp. And at the end of the camp, the director comes and says to me, well, you know what? We've really identified that Lanif really has great rhythm and 
we think she should be playing the drums. Hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> that was so like not on the plan or my radar. So I panicked. I said, the drums? You know, I'm picturing my sweet little girl playing the drums, yeah. you know? So I immediately call her godmother and I said, you know, there's a situation <laughs> going on here. They want her. They want, I'm, I, I really did panic. I said, they really think, you know, that she should be a drummer. Well, what do you think? And of course, godmother says, well, what does my goddaughter like to do? So I don't know. I didn't ask her. Should I give her a choice? Like, so I spoke to her. I said, well, you know, godmother says, what do you want to do? And she was so sweet. She says, mom. I really like the violin, but when I play the drums, I just feel so free. When she said that to me, I was sold. Wow. I said, drums it is. And um, she did very well. And after that, um, she was part of the percussion ensemble. And, you know, having her around, you don't realize the talent. And also, part of you as a mom, you don't want to be that mom like, well, my daughter's the best or anything like that. And you want to keep them humble. You know what I mean? You kind of want to guide them through this process. So every time the professors would tell me, oh, she's awesome and she's doing this. And I'm like, I just see her tinkering with the drums. (laughs) To me, it wasn't, you know, I just thought, you know, she was practicing. She was doing great. But now that I can see um, how she's progressed and she then, you know, she stopped playing the drums. I mean, her instructor left the school And she's like, you know what, mom? She was really attached to that instructor. Mom, you know, I'm going to try something new. And she picks up the saxophone. And then the teacher says, oh, my goodness, has she practiced this before? I'm like, (laughs) no. And I'm not even kidding. Like, it was three, it is, it was three weeks into the lessons. And it, it wasn't like she even read music. It was all by ear. And she did so well. So I'm like, I think she's really got a knack for instruments. And then she kept going. So um, we do support you know, all of my children and, you know, many practices, many events that she has to go to. I'm always there to kind of look for ways where she could improve and um, continue to, you know, follow her dreams. So I love that. I got all goosebumpy hearing <laughs> you talk about that. I just, I love that. It's know, beautiful. O- older people, as we hear like young people like doing things, we almost yeah. get teary eyed and we're just like, so You're figuring it out. I don't even know yeah. you. Know, that like, is so cool. Yeah. Like, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> so you said music production is something you're feeling passionate about. Um, what does that look like to you? So what right now you're getting ready for this next phase of life, which we're going to talk about. But what does that big picture look like for you? What does that sort of that dream look like? So ever since I started getting into music and knowing that this is what I really wanted to do, I kept on telling myself my ultimate goal is to sell out Madison Square Garden. I've been saying that for the past like six years. And also to win as many Grammys as I can when that time comes, produce hit records, um, songwrite for other artists. And, I love yeah. that. Do you have like a top, one of your top fives? I know sometimes it's hard to pick your favorite. Top five. Yeah. Oof. I say Lauren Daigle. She's amazing. Uh, Sean Mendez. Those are top two. Top two. That's great. I was going to say, uh, sometimes it's it's easier to say, like, if we grabbed your iPod or whatever you listen to music on, what would oh, we- John what Mayer, would, too. Would John Mayer? John Mayer. Definitely John Mayer. He's amazing. And he actually went to Berkeley, too. So. Right. And what a segue, actually. Mm-hmm, that's perfect. So you have been playing on Salem Street, and you have a goal in mind. You're on a mission right now. And um, it's 
a very noble cause. And I, I really appreciated that. You know, I Thank it you. was so lovely to hear you and see you out there. But then to see what you're working towards, that means a lot. That means a lot in the community to see somebody kind of actively working to achieve this dream is really amazing. Um, so I just want to acknowledge you first. Yeah. It's awesome. So tell us about Berkeley College and your plan and your mission and what you're pounding the pavement right now to make happen. Yes. Well, last summer, um, the Community Music School of Raleigh offered me a full scholarship to go to a summer intensive five-week program at Berkeley College of Music. And there I was there up in Boston for about five weeks. And I was taking college classes, meeting with professors, being in ensembles, um, singer song. I, w I won um, a singer songwriter showcase. Um, I was also in the salsa ensemble as a singer. And I kind of got really got like a feel of what Berkeley was. And I really liked it. So I was like, I could see myself coming here. So then um, from when Berkeley five week ended from August all the way to February, three hours a day practicing, making sure I got every note right. And then February came along and I auditioned and I know that I killed it. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> and then March got the letter that I got accepted to Berkeley. Oh my goodness. And with that came a pretty incredible scholarship opportunity for yourself, right? Yes. So how much, what was that scholarship that you received? So Berkeley gave me a $42,000 scholarship. Wow. Yes. And what that's encompassing for the entire degree program, that's it, towards that it, degree program. Every year I get $42,000. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. That's amazing. They don't Thank just you. give those away, my dear. <laughs> that's that's pretty extraordinary. Thank and you. so I know that you still have some work to do to yes. make that to the next stop. So what are you working towards now? So I've been singing out in front of La Rancherita since for like a month now. And I've been trying to get as much as I can. I've made a total of around $3,000. Wow. Yeah. And um, I've just been going to gigs as much as I can, get as much money as I need because I'm still missing $25,000. All right. $25,000 goal. Yes. So you write your own music. Yes. Um, and in, in sifting through this, some of it is in Spanish, yes. some is in English, mm -hmm. but you're writing all of this yourself. Can you talk a little bit about your inspiration for writing? Um, why some things feel more comfortable in Spanish or they feel like it, it's achieving what you want that song to achieve? Can you talk yes. about that a little bit? So about a few years ago, my family and I went through an immense suffering where we were rejected by our church family. And it was a very hard time for our family that we went through. And it was just a very intense time. And I did not want to let the depression and emotions get the best of me. And so I took all of my emotion and I put it into my music. And I saw how the person that it took the most toll was my mom. And I saw how she was suffering. And I was just like, I don't want to see her sad. I want to cheer her up. So I started writing encouraging songs for her and letting her know she's not alone, that she'll get through this. And we all get through this. And music got me out of my suffering. And that's what I want to bring to other people. I want to minister to them, letting them know that through their suffering, they're not alone. They can look at my music and say, hey, I've been through that. I've gone through that. I'm going through that right now. And I can relate to her music and they can know, they can come to my music as, as a healing. That's amazing. When we talk about this and Alexis touched on it, it's very inspiring uh, as adults to, to get to see young people do this, um, to have drive with talent is you don't always see that. <laughs> and there's probably going to be somebody listening today, maybe a young person that wants to pursue music or wants to do something. What advice do you have? 
point them in a direction a little bit for that worked for you. I know it mm -hmm. works different for everybody else, but for young people who maybe they feel like they don't have resources or they just have a passion and they don't know what to do, where to start, what, what would you say? I would say don't give up. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but you can't have success without failure. You're going to have failure, but you just can't give up. If you have a passion and you have determination, just go for it. If I gave up giving guitar for the first times I was learning those hard chords, I would not be the person I am today. So advice for you young musicians, don't give up. Go for your dreams. There's going to be people that have negativity and want to bring you down. But just <laughs> you can't have people that are going to bring you down. You need people that are going to bring you up. So this is an original called Never Leave My Side. Like I've wandered far away that I can't seem to reach you I'm drowning in a pool of shame and I can't find my way out Fear has me locked up in a dungeon that I can't be myself I'm thinking maybe I should just give up and try something else But Lord, you, you're bigger than all of this, oh, and you This next song is called Horizon, and I wrote this song for a friend of mine that was in an abusive relationship, and I saw how they were hurting and saw how much they were suffering, and I wrote this song for them, letting them know 
that they'll get through this and that they're not alone. I'm right here for them, and there's hope. The song's called Horizon. Be free of fear, but 
up ahead there is a light shining bright above our lies it's pure as gold it's pure as They're profoundly wise. You know, and and I tell Lenny, she writes the songs um, whenever her friends are going through a hard time or even in my life. I cannot tell you the times that, I mean, she's the oldest of six kids. So, you know, she knows what I've been through and she has seen it all. So for her to just pop into my room and just come up and say, mom, this is the song. And and Fritz just brings so much comfort, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think she realizes the impact that it has because I think it's a song that's going to carry throughout the times because we have all felt that in Absolutely. one point or another in our lives. So I think she's a great friend. Um, one of her best friends, she seems like she's always writing songs for her. <laughs> and um, there's songs that even here in town, there's some people that actually come constantly to come and hear her and have actually spoken to me and told me that. Her songs have already ministered to them. Yeah. So I think that's what it's all about. Her just trying to help people. Yeah. And um, well, you're writing songs for people immediately in your life. They are tales that resonate. They're universal messages that you're communicating, which is is huge. I mean, it really is. That is what music is. It is universal. It brings us yes. all together. It's just music it's is a beautiful. language that everyone understands and brings us all together. With I don't like just I'm done. Now <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um Lanif and Marine, thank you so much for coming and spending the thank time with so us. Much. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure. So thank, thank you, you so much. Lanif, if you would just tell us your Instagram page. We're gonna share this all on our social pages as well, but your Instagram page and also your GoFundMe address. I'll start off with Instagram. My Instagram is my name, which is Lanif Ascona. My name is Final Backwards. If like if you search up my name, Final Backwards, L-A-N-I-F. I should populate, but it's L-A-N-I-F-A-Z-C-O-N-A. That's my Instagram. Perfect. And your GoFundMe. My GoFundMe is GoFundMe.com slash Lanif number two. Berkeley. It's Berkeley with a double E, not E-Y. So it'd be B-E-R-K-L-E-E. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and that's a very important one, that GoFundMe account, you guys. I'm sure everyone's already doing that after hearing those songs. So, thank um, you. The <laughs> thank dollar, you so every much. dollar makes a difference. It's I really true. appreciate your support. 
Um, and also we will be seeing you this weekend at the Apex Farmers Market, which is August 24th. Yes. At the Apex Farmers Market. Yes, which I we're will. Very excited to have you. Thank you. Um, that's 830 to 1230 on Salem Street. Thank you so much. Thank you so ladies, much for Thank coming. You. It was such a pleasure and really an honor for you to just come and share your stuff with us, Thank your you story, so your everything. I am Leif Jensen. I'm Alexis Jensen. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you love to listen. I think we are on most of them, but if not, please let us know and uh, we'll get there. Thanks for listening. Become